Hey, this is episode 45 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff, obviously. I'm going to try and keep this one actually short, keep it punchy. Remember back in the old days when it was just 25 minutes and there wasn't anything dragged out at all? The aim was always to keep it under half an hour. And I think that was the USP of the podcast. But then I just became really self-indulgent and just carried on talking and talking and talking. And this isn't based on any feedback I've got off anyone at all. Generally isn't. It's just me. I just don't, I thought, I don't want to listen to someone talk on their own for a whole hour like do you do you really want to hear that so i'm going to try and break it down into you know 10 minutes tops talking about my own week 10 minutes tops talking about the world and the news and my views on the world and then five to ten minutes on me doing that relationship bit at the end right where i have dilemmas from relationships and i give my view on them right that's how we're going to try and do this podcast keep it short so people just listen to it in their lunch break just listen to it quickly you know just bite-sized podcast so let's start the week you know how has my week been how's your week been yeah go on just talk i'm gonna be quiet for a bit you tell me how your week's been i'm a good listener all right mate thanks all right don't keep going on all right let's talk about me because uh my week's been all right can't remember well monday played football scored a goal we won 5-1 it's nothing no doubt off my shoulder toe punt from outside the box keep didn't know where it was going but all of them count don't they then um what happened tuesday i still i still don't remember what i did tuesday yeah i'm not going to try and remember can't be that good i can't remember what i did can't be anything eventful and i am sorry if i offend anyone who i was out with on tuesday but i don't think we did anything uh, Wednesday, it was a team night out uh, on Wednesday. That was fun. Stayed out way too late. Had an Uber cancelled on me um, from when I was inside the Uber. He said, oh, mate, you took too long to get here. I was like, no, fuck off. You just turned up. Too many times this happened. But they've returned the money. So um, I'm still going to be a whore for Uber. <laughs> You make a big old stance, oh no, listen, these companies take the piss out of me. Because I'm, I'm good at that in restaurants and takeaways. Now, if you take too long to serve me, I'll walk out. And that's just, just my, my thing. So I'm not, I'm not waiting here begging for you to serve me food and take my money. Like, you're the only person that can give me food. Now, fuck you, fuck off. All right? I'm a valued customer. I should be a valued customer. And you should... You know, give me some decent service. Why am I stood here? Looking not even pretty. Just looking desperate for like six wings. Fuck you. It making me feel like that. Maybe this is more about me than the restaurants. Anyway. Wednesday. Uh, not Wednesday. Thursday. I went to Varsity. Oxford versus Cambridge, darling. And um, I supported Cambridge. Why? Because I can't watch sport without picking a team. Which disgusting human being stays in neutral in their sports? Or not? Who are you? You, ugh, you make me sick. I, I hate people like you. Oh, you know, I can't support this team, but I kind of like this team. So I don't really mind which one wins. Fuck you. No. No. Have a horse in the race. Put all your eggs in a basket. Don't just have your eggs in your hands, then when the result comes, then you start putting your eggs in that basket. No, that isn't how sport works. Get really emotionally attached to people you don't know and don't care you exist. Yeah? Get their names on your back. Get upset when they leave the club. That's what it's about. So with with Varsity game, I picked Cambridge. Cambridge did end up winning. I picked Cambridge because it's nearer to Harlow, my hometown. 
I don't think I've even set foot in Oxford before. So, um, nor have I set foot in Cambridge, actually. But Cambridge is near. I've driven through Cambridge. Ah, I think I've driven through Oxford as well. Uh, look, the original point stands, okay? I live nearer to Cambridge. So, look, stop questioning me, all right? Just feeling a bit of pressure. And then, <laughs> but I went, I'm not even a big fan of rugby, but clients took me out and they were filling me with booze and food. So, you know what? I said yes. I will take all the free boozers. Thank you. And um, that, that was fun. It was really fun. Um, but I had a moment where I had to kind of realise what kind of privileged position I was in. You know, you're in the toilet. You're in the toilet at Twickenham. Well, you go to one toilet. That's closed. Oh, God. Shit facilities. Go to another toilet. Um, use the urinal. You know, it's got its plum. It's all fully plumbed and stuff. Go to the sink, all fully plumbed, fresh water coming out. It's a clean water, not fresh water. It's not coming from a bloody river, is it? Calm down, mate. It's not that good. Anyway, coming from the tap, washing my hands. And the first thing that comes to my head, as I put, reach for the soap, it's like, oh, that water's a bit cold. So, so oh, poor me. Poor me, you know what I mean? That water, it was really cold. It, it hurt my hands for a few minutes. I mean, that... I took my gloves off and everything to wash my hands. You know, my hands were cold for a good, like, good eight seconds. They were cold. And I had to use an electric heated hand dryer to dry them. Oh, it was, that was just the start of the day going terribly bad. It just got, started spiraling out of control. Okay, because then I had to walk back from Twickenham, right? to the heated pub that had more food and drink waiting for me and the walk was literally like 10 minutes like a whole 10 minutes i mean yeah i had like three layers on a hat gloves you know but but it was cold on the outside of my coat like really cold on the outside and you know after that and then arriving at the pub to eat dry falafel. I had three bits of falafel and all three bits were dry. Well, the third one I had to use extra mint dip. I mean, ugh, I mean, just, the Africans in Libya think they've got it bad, but I mean, yeah, slavery. I get, mate. I get, I get. You're, you're enslaved. I get that. But have you ever had dry falafel? Well, let's just balance this, have you? No. No, I know you're saying that what you're going through is worse. Okay, yeah, being enslaved, being trafficked across countries. Yeah, I get that, that that's bad for you. But the falafel was dry for me. Me. <laughs> I'm the most important person in my world. And I think you right now are lacking empathy, not being able to, you know, see how bad my life was. Look, let's just say, let's agree to disagree, okay? We've both been through a lot recently, um, so probably not the best place to discuss this, yeah? It's just, it's hard nowadays. Like the other day I was walking around, um, I had 16% battery on my phone. <laughs> I know, I know, guys, it was, it was terrible. I mean... The idea that I, I I knew where my next meal was, I had, I had like £50 cash in my pocket and access to my bank accounts and, you know, I knew where my next meal was coming from, I knew I could have a drink and I wasn't even looking for clean water, I was looking for alcohol 
which is actually contaminated water on purpose that actually gives me a headache and makes me feel bad and gives me bad health um rather than, you know i know there's some people out there having to walk miles to get clean water and i have to walk literally minutes i don't have to walk minutes i can just order it online to be delivered to my fat mouth but again it's that clean water's trouble and you know a trial for them but me finding alcohol and remember i you gotta remember guys i had 16 percent battery in my pocket that was a struggle for me me <laughs> but friday i went to the circus um the circus that was awesome um went to cirque de berserk with the girlfriend and i'll be asked me why don't you say her name on the podcast it's like and because i you yeah, come meet me i'll tell you her name speak to me in person but um she's just weird stalkers i've had people try to to stalk her so as soon as i said i've got a girlfriend what's her name i'm gonna look for her on instagram and it's just like oh geez what's wrong with you but um yeah we went to the circus circus to berserk and that was awesome absolutely awesome they uh they had these guys on motorbikes right driving around this cage remember in gladiator he said thunderball powerball i think it was actually where the, the gladiators run around these cages imagine a cage like that size but with not one motorbike, not two, but three motorbikes all going around it. And just when you think that's impressive, because that's what I thought was a maximum they're going to put in there, because I've seen the trick before with three, you'll say, oh, that's, that's amazing. No, two more motorbikes come in. Five motorbikes just whipping around. It was nuts and intense. And then, obviously, as it's a circus, there was no clown, no, but there was a little person. And my girlfriend asked me, Darren, if you was a little person, would you work in the circus? <laughs> and it made me think, yeah, it's been a little person and working in the circus. Is that like a little person equivalent of cooning? Is that shucking and jiving? Just ent- entertaining, just like people who aren't like you, being stereotypically you. Is that is that what it is, playing the full... I don't, I don't know how it goes. Like, is it that, you know, you're you're a little person and, like, you... like Yeah, like, do you just apply for the job you can get? Like, do you apply audition for films and audition to be one to seven dwarfs? Because it's just like, well, I'm perfectly built for this, so I'm going for it. Or is there, like, some little people, actors, go out there, come into the role. It's like, yeah, okay, we're casting for um, Snow White. Um, so, you yeah, okay, Steve... Um, so what role are you applying for? Um, we've got you down as applying for Sleepy. He said, no, um, actually, I'm applying for Prince Charming. They're like, um, yeah, but you're... you're uh, uh, what? What am I? A dwarf? Hmm? Midget? Gnome? Because no, 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 not not that at all. I that was I was going to say anything. I, I just I mean I just didn't have you down for Prince Trump. No, please, 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 please do your audition. And Steve, the little person, absolutely nails the audition. Knocks it out of the park. Doesn't fluff a line. Adds depth. Adds dimensions to his character that the directors and the producers cannot even imagine being in this character. And then they go. Okay, no, we'll uh, we'll send you an email. We'll let you know how it went. But we think it went really well. And he's just like, wow, awesome, nailed it. I've been 
judged on my merit, my actual acting ability. I've been acting for 17 years. And then he gets his email and it's like, hey, unfortunately you didn't get the role of Prince Charming. Um, we've given it to this very tall and talentless white actor. But um, Steve would love to offer you the role of Sleepy though. Like we just think you'll be perfectly suited for Sleepy. We just think that'd be just perfect for you. <laughs> that is what happened. I don't. If I was a little person, would I do little person jobs and roles? Or would I dress as a dwarf for Christmas? I mean, you gotta get paid, right? People ain't gonna employ you as a, you know, you know, respectability politics. Ain't gonna employ you in the, you know, the respectable jobs with air quotes. And yeah, I guess you gotta take whatever money you can get, right? Use your height to your advantage. Oh no, not judging them, not mad at them. Where are we? 12 minutes, cool. Keeping this high paced. So, what else is happening this week? Uh, that was it, I think. Then my Saturday. Oh, what happened Saturday? Oh yeah, did my mentoring. Then on my way for back mentoring. Oh, Jesus Christ, football fans are annoying if you're not going to watch football with them. They are so annoying. I was on the train, it was Spurs versus Stoke. I forgot they were playing at home. I live near Wembley. Um, if I go to the game, I'm used to just walking to the game. Um, but if I'm not going to the game, I'm not usually in the area. I'll definitely avoid the trains when people are going in and coming out of the stadium. But I had to get home in time so I could get home and prepare my half an hour that I'm doing with Danny Walsh. It's called Jerks in Progress at the moment because it is a work in progress. We've got a title that we think we're going to use for Brighton and, and Camden, but we haven't got there yet. Anyway, we'll go on to that later. But we are... Uh, I was on the train and Jesus Christ, Stoke fans. I've got two mates from Stoke and I'll take the piss out of them for being from Stoke. But I'll tell you what, they are, they must be aristocracy in Stoke. They they must be famous because the way they can string sentences together, it's just like someone who spoke English their whole life. But the guys on the train, some of them, oh, and I guess I forget the excitement you get from being from London. But it's just, just the noise, it's the swearing. It's the, you know, my voice is the most important voice on this train. And look, I get, I get, I'm talking on a podcast on my own, right? So yes, my voice is important in my mind. Yes, I have a radio show, but it's me talking on my own a lot of the time. Yes, I'm a stand-up comedian, which, and yesterday I spent half an hour on stage, uninterrupted, talking on my own. I mean, I get it. I get the hypocrisy and the irony in me judging someone on them talking a lot. In front of other people. But the fact remains is, you know, he was annoyed. If other people find me annoying, fine. They're allowed to say. But he was, um, these two guys come on and they have Stokey accents as well. But they don't support Stoke. No, they support Spurs. Ooh. Tension. No. No tension. Why? Because most football fans aren't fucking morons. That was actually a point that the guy made. So I had to agree with him on that. And they were like, yeah, we'll come to the game as long as we all have a good time. That's all that matters, really. Well, obviously, Stoke fans didn't have a good time. They got battered 5-1 by Spurs. But um, we always beat... Oh, that's like the fourth time in a row we've beaten them by a four-goal margin. I think we're the first team to beat a team consecutively by a four-goal margin. That is rude, Spurs. We never break records like that. Feisty Spurs. Anyway, so... Um, but what was happening on the train... It was their different fans. They're chatting ways. Why is this part Tottenham? When what from Tottenham? That's how they spoke. I think it's a mix of them being drunk as well. 
The guy's like, oh, my granddad uh, was a Spurs fan, you know, but he passed away this week. The guy's like, oh, I was about to say good health to him. But, oh, can't really say that now. Um, oh, hey, Gary, go do, t- go do t- a toast for this lad. His granddad died. His granddad died. Oh, oh, uh, um, toast to your granddad. Good health. Oh, God, not good health. That made no sense, does it? How do you toast a dead person? No, good on him. Good on him. The guy's kind of like, yeah, cheers, mate. Like You're kind of desecrating the memory of my granddad dying with your shitty toast. Like, I know you're trying to be nice, but you've drawn a lot of attention to me, mate. So, please, stop talking. It was a lovely bit of attention, awkwardness in the carriage, but it was all based in humanity and goodwill. You know, and it just showed you that football can bring people together. <laughs> that's all I got from that story. That's all I got from it. But that's what I did. And then, like I said, yesterday I did my preview for my half hour. Um, that will be in Camden. It will be in Brighton. Brighton's happening in May. Camden's happening in July. So it's a long way off. You'll see stuff all over my social media about it. I will be having other preview shows. I'll be working out what I'll have in the show. Right. What time are we on now? Are we on, like, what, what are we on? 17, 17. So I spent too long talking about myself, didn't I? But I don't think much happened this week in the news at all let's see what happened in the news in the news in the news well i guess you've got the woman who bit the uh bit the guy's testicle out of his scrotum right so like this italian woman all italian so i guess their nationality is irrelevant am i just a xenophobe maybe um <laughs> all italian right but um so what the situation was the girl so all four of them gone back to someone's house the ex, the guy has gone into the bedroom with one girl, and his ex girlfriend's gone to the bedroom with his mate. All of them agreed on this. They're all cool about this. You know, so on that, you, you, you know when you're, you're foreign, and you live in another country, and you're young, and you know just swapping partners is, you do it because at least you're from the same country. This, that's what's happened. I'm not just saying foreigners in people come to the UK. I mean when UK people go abroad, they do the same thing. We went travelling, they go go travelling, there's two of them in a couple, come back, and it's like different people in the couple now. It's like, what? Well, I guess it's better to bang the local, isn't it? But, so this has happened, they've gone back, and then the ex, the two exes have crossed paths, she's demanded a threesome because his mate's shit in bed. He's gone, no. So she's bitten him in the testicle and ripped it out of the scrotum. How much do you think he was paid in compensation for receiving such an attack. What's that? You reckon she's she's had to like give up her house and everything? Because she's bitten someone's genitals off? Nope. She had to pay £500 compensation. And a bit of house arrest. Fuck off. I'm not a judge or a sheriff because it was in Scotland. But, mate... The reason it was so low is because uh, it was beyond her means. He said, I would have offered him four figures. I was like, what? You know the psychological trauma of having your fucking bollock ripped out of the scrotum? I mean, I've never had it, but oh, God. Just the four of it. And the guys listening to this podcast now are crossing their legs. Like, exactly, guys. You, you'd want more, right? Of course we would. We'd demand more. Oh, no. Um, and that's the kind of news I pick up on because there is just way too much news going on in the world. I was talking to my mate about the slaves in Libya. He hadn't heard about it. 
this guy was a politics student at uni. Then he started telling me about Damien Green. I was like, who's that? Then I had to go and Google. It's like, oh, this guy's been caught wanking. But it did... Oh, the story is he got caught wanking. But by the time I got on the story, it progressed so much that it's now, oh, it's actually a Scotland Yard sting job and something was exposed. And then I thought, I don't have time to read this because Rita Ora has been accused of banging Conor McGregor. So, oh, I mean, I can't take in all this news. Well, got to sift out what's the important thing. You know? Rita Ora and Conor McGregor, that's, that was really important. Those memes and everything. Like, were there any memes for Damien Green? No. Then how am I meant to follow the news? There should just be actually a news site called the Meme. Meme News. Get all your local news via memes. And I think that's how I'll be able to keep up. <laughs> but in a, in real serious news, though, in um, in in proper serious news, what what did anything happen this week? I mean, I, I walked past the Reuters building, Canary Wharf, so they have like a little rotating thing going on, right? And it gives all the news, and I just see it. I'm like, fuck me, this is this is a lot to take in. I, I can't take in all this news. That's that's the summary of it, really. I can't take this news. Right, what are we at? We're at 21 minutes. Okay, I'm, I'm determined to keep this to half an hour. So let's get on to the relationship stuff because there's two this week. First one, the X Factor has broken me. A friend split up with his long-term girlfriend. After years of hinting, he was bored. Yeah, oh, I hate those guys. No, it's, it's, it's just sharp. Sharp and dump the girl. Or dump the guy. If that's, you know, whatever, just dump the person. I've had enough of me asking you how they are and you go... <laughs> you know, never mind, I suppose. Uh, anyway, what's what we're doing? Just like they don't even want to talk about their partner. It's like, why are you with them? You can't be that insecure that you don't think you can get with someone else. Like, what is it? Or is it that you like them and you don't actually want to admit it? Like, you've just got this kind of weird thing where you can't admit you love someone. What, what is it? Anyway. Um, it's about his long-term girlfriend. I've hinting he was bored. We quickly fell into bed. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, I see. So you had your eye on him, didn't you? Because that isn't just one way. You said, oh my God, have you split up? Oh my, oh, do you know what? You should come round. I want to make you something to eat. Yeah. Oh, shall I invite the rest of the lads round? No, 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 just, no, no. I'll do what, I'll invite everyone round. I'll invite the guys and the girls round. Don't worry about any of that, all right? Don't, just, just come round tonight, tonight. Just come round tonight, it's fine. Yeah, the flat's free, and it could just be just like us like, as, as a group. You know, he turns up in his head thinking, man, I hope no one else turns up. Oh, man, I've had so many cheeky wanks over her. Oh. Then he gets there, and he's like, where's everyone else? And she's like, oh, they're, um, no, they all couldn't make it. And he's like, oh, right, oh, okay, fair enough. What's what's the dinner? I don't smell anything cooking. She's like, oh, yeah, sorry, I thought we just ordered some food in, but I've just got, like, loads of wine. <laughs> Look, oh, but I get really drunk off wine. I know. Uh, uh, let's just talk. You know what I mean? It's all mood music on. She's wearing one of those tops that is just a bit too loose, so just, uh, just cleavage just dropping out. Oh, but you're so cool as friends. She's wearing, like, really short shorts. It's all right. It's just casual. Just hanging out. Then, bam! In bed. Fell into bed. Because that's what you do, isn't it? You fall into bed. It's not like beds are elevated off the floor. They're just a hole in the ground and you fall into it. 
That's what they did. Anyway, I got stuck on like the second detail of this story. We quickly fell into bed and we'd go out for great dates and spend the next day together. It felt so good to be so comfortable with someone. Of course it would. Your friends. Then yeah, that makes sense. And I fell hard and fast. Okay. At parties we find each other. At parties we'd find each other and be side by side all night. Once I found him outside my office and with lunch and he even missed a flight to spend another day with me. Okay, this guy seems to really like you, so this okay that's fine um our friends are so excited for us then out of the blue uh, then out of the blue i was told not even by him that he was back with his girlfriend na 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 the one that he's bored with right okay he quickly proposed to her and i never heard from him again <laughs> oh fuck you know i felt so i feel so silly so confused and so dismissed so you should and I can't move on. I'm trying so hard, but I feel stuck and sad. Look, yeah, of course you do. Obviously, that I can't take the piss out of the girl here. Like, because from when this guy's missing flights and turning up outside the offices with lunch, you can't even pretend it was just a bang thing. You know, I've had this conversation with girls that, you know, if a guy says it's not serious, um, if a guy says it's not serious and he acts nice, ignore him acting nice, he said it's not serious, Okay. That's it. Until he says it's something serious, don't start going along with your feelings. Don't start doing that. And the same with if he hasn't said anything and he starts acting nice and you start feeling yourself, then again, it's your responsibility to ask him, where is this going? Because if you just go along silent, as a guy myself, we are just going to carry on going. We're going to carry on going in silence. Because we've got a good thing going. We've got a good woman. We're having a good time. We get to hang out. We've all got the same set of mates. You know. And yeah, I get to hang out with my mates. And they just bang you after. This is great. I'm not going to disrupt this. I'm going to rock this boat. Is anyone else with my ex? I couldn't do it. You know. And I used to see you out. And you were so much cooler. Because we're just friends. And I actually have the pressure of being a boyfriend and girlfriend. And now we're just banging. It's great. But now. He's got with his ex again. And. So left you in a shit position. I can't even say that's your fault. I don't think it is. I mean, you obviously like the dude. You fell into bed with him. So, it's what you're going to have to do to move on is, um, this is my real advice, is you, you, you've got to bang someone else in the group. <laughs> to move on, you just got to get revenge. You've got to bang someone who's going to hurt his feelings. Uh, that's, that's the only way. Oh, no, a lot of people tell you to, you know, move on, take, get some interests and you know, get some good stuff going in your life and just rebuild yourself as a person. Just realise that it wasn't your fault and it wasn't your mistake and you can move on and grow. But no, 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 no. You need to hurt his feelings. Vengeance. You need vengeance. That's what you need to do. <laughs> no, but um, that's horrible. That is horrible. That, one. that is horrible. Poor girl. Okay, but I guess that's why you got established things, but that seemed pretty established from from his behaviour. Alright, here's the second one. I, got, I now wished I never proposed. Oh yes. I proposed to my girlfriend, but now I'm regretting it. Uh she keeps scheduling wedding meetings and the budget is going crazy. Wait, when she's scheduling wedding meetings and scheduling it with like the wedding planner, you know, music catering, or is she scheduling wedding meetings just between you two? Like, you live with each other, you're about to have dinner, and she goes, oh, actually, no, this is another wedding meeting. Here, are, here's the agenda. Have you read the agenda? <laughs> I 
Um, and the budget is going crazy. Of course, it's a wedding. Um, it feels like such a waste when we are meant to be travelling at some point too. I suggest a smaller wedding or maybe a register office and with a party. But she became, for want of a better word, hysterical. I'm annoyed that she's been such a princess. This wedding involves me too. And I feel like all my needs are being ignored. So she, so she can get what she wants. We are being frosty with each other. Something we've never been before. I feel very angry and don't know what to do. Yeah, this sounds like a great emotional place to be just before your wedding. It's just not talking to the person you're getting married to. You know, arranged marriages have more contact before the wedding than this. Like, what is what's going on? What is going on? Is this actually the wedding that's putting you off? Or is it actually just her attitude? And you realise, oh, she's not actually the chilled out, cool chick that I thought she was. Here's, here's a story, mate. Women, there's no called out, cool, chilled out women. All right? There isn't. It's a fact. There isn't any. There's none. If you're dating any, then yes, it's just their ability to hold it down. But any woman who's honest will admit to you, look, I'm being cool now because we're a few months in, but I'm, I'm holding it down. I've got crazies. Fully crazy. Full crazies. Like, what? You keep saying crazies. What do you mean you've got crazies? That's not a disease. No, crazies. Crazies. That's the voices in my head. There's lots of them and they're all crazy. <laughs> and that's what it is. Women are crazy. Men are stupid. Women are crazy. There's some men who are less stupid. Some men that are more stupid. Some women that are less crazy. Some women are more crazy. But all women are crazy. Like I said, there's that video online. Every woman's a minimum four crazy. Like every man is a minimum four stupid. Like we just... Some of the things we do as men that upset women are just ridiculous. Like, you know, once it's explained to us and we're just like, oh, yeah. And then I can see, yeah, that I never thought that would piss you off. But now you've said, now the words come out of your mouth. I can see how ridiculous that thing is that I did or didn't do. Yeah, you know, that's it. Men are stupid. Women are crazy. That's all. But um, with this, mate, if you don't want this wedding, it doesn't mean the end of the relationship if you don't want this this type of wedding then call it off because you just be resentful and like 15 months down the line you're going to be angry banging eyes closed things about other people just angry banging you now she's going to say ow and you're going to pretend you didn't hear it I mean oh it's going to be terrible or worse you just be going to bed and not even having sex because she's pissed you off that much can happen. I mean, or, or, and if you don't give her the wedding she wants, then yeah, she's going to angry bang someone else. You know, and you're going to have your first kid on the way and it's not going to be yours. It's going to be Alan. Alan from accounts. It's his baby. Because he was there that day when she was out with work people and you're arguing over WhatsApp and she goes, you know what, fuck you. And you're like, oh, fuck you. Being frosty. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what's going on? Like, oh, nothing, don't talk about it. And he's like, oh, okay. And he read between the lines going, oh, right, cool. You know, and then they're just pouring their drinks. They're having a good time. He's been super chilled. He's talking about weddings and said, oh, if I was ever getting married, I'd let the woman have whatever she wanted. Yeah, just all, just foreplay, audible foreplay, just in her ear, saying everything she'd want to hear. You know, I would never dream of telling my woman to get married at a register office. 
Like he, he's heard her talk about these things, but he's pretended he didn't. Now he's just dropping them now. Work part is continuing. People are just dwindling off now. There was there was like thirty people out. Now there's fifteen. Now there's ten. Now they're moving on to another bar. They're moving on to another club. And now there's three. And then that person, one of the people, he's just passed out. And now it's just Alan and your missus, who you've pissed off. He's created this whole dream reality that she thinks she's going to get if she sits on his dick that night. And that's what will happen, mate. So you've just got to call this wedding off. Or you've got to compromise like every man does in a relationship and just do what the woman asks you to do. <laughs> no, mate, seriously, to sit down and talk to him like, look, this is going out of control. And if she gets hysterical, then she doesn't have to have conversations. Just fuck it. There's no. That person's going to be carrying your child. This is what I understand, guys. When you're actually getting with a woman, if you're thinking about the future, this person isn't about how much she pisses you off. It's could you actually trust her to look after a child? Your child. There you go. Think about that, mate. That was what I say to you on that. All right. Now this podcast, I've kept it short, 33 minutes, yeah, that's it, didn't want it to be an hour, done, short, concise, boom, end of the podcast, episode 45, Griff's brain dump, did I even say at the start, yeah, it's Griff, obviously.